0: Claiming the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Preparing a people for the kingdom of heaven and preserving a posterity for the glory of God. Hello and welcome to another devotional brought to you by the Key of David and Watchman of the Wall Ministries. My name is Charles and I hope that today finds you greatly blessed and highly favored in the Lord. Today's devotional is called The Hour Before the Hour, Part 1. The main scripture comes from John chapter 8, verse 20. These words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple, and no man laid hands on him, for his hour was not yet come. The story above is a very compelling one. Jesus was rebuking the religious leaders of Israel for their evil plan to kill him. I love how Jesus comes straight to the heart of the matter and plainly, in front of many witnesses, rebukes them so hard they wish to grab him then and to kill him. This is why our scripture comes from in and our point of the lesson today. These leaders were so angry at Jesus they wished to grab him and then kill him, but they could not because Jesus's hour was not yet then. God's protective hand was on Jesus and no power of man or demon could touch him. Until the appointed hour for Jesus to be taken and crucified. When the Bible speaks here of an hour, it is not meaning a literal 60 minute time period. It means a fixed point ahead, an event in the future pre planned that will come at a time appointed by God. Even though Jesus can pass through the crowds, raise the dead, and deliver many people, in the back of his mind, forever looming closer, was an event he knew he could not allow himself to escape. And that would be the suffering of the cross. All the lives of every human ever born would depend on that hour. I praise God that he endured that hour, a time of tribulation and suffering so harsh, you and I could never have endured it. But beloved, though it looked like Jesus was powerless in that hour, that was far from the case. He used two powerful weapons, Through all his eternal life, he left them for us to use. Let me explain. First, I must warn you, your hour has not yet come. Now you must be saying, but sir, I've already endured suffering. I'm not talking about the trials and troubles of normal living that comes from a broken planet. There is coming an hour on this earth for the children of men living that has never been before where the earth will reel and rock under the judgment of God, where Christians will be killed and their families for their faith. Children will be killed for their faith in Christ. Earthquakes and disease spread like flies on a dead carcass and no hope of cure or prediction in sight. Women and men and children starve because they refuse to accept the currency of the devil, possessed world leader, who would damn their souls to hell with it. And in this very same hour, it follows an eerie silence from God. No word coming from heaven, no goosebumps of his presence to fill. Nothing. But in reality, God has not relinquished command and has not left you without any weapons to survive. This hour is coming for every church, every pastor, teacher, and every person that warms a pew. There is no escape for us alive today. But there is good news. For you have two very powerful weapons that the Lord left us. These weapons carried him through the horror of the cross, and it will carry you through the coming hour. One last thing, you must get and use these weapons, for without them you will not stand. Weapon one is praise and prayer. The second weapon is precept, or the word of God. Please understand this universal truth. You must have both. One will not work without having the other as well. You cannot have just one. Both must be present. Think of a gun without any bullets or having a box of shells without any weapon. Both would be useless. So is praise and prayer with no reading the word of God. The same holds true for the lots of devotion to reading the Bible with very little to the of a non-existent prayer life. Without both, the imbalance of your walk with God would implode on you, causing you and your faith to fail. And that could cost you your life in the coming hour. We will break down these weapons in the coming lessons to show you what they will do exactly and how to use them. I pray that you read and follow this series the coming hour. I pray that you listen and do what is said. I pray that you begin to use these weapons now. Your life here and after depends on it hope you've enjoyed today's devotion. Remember, this is part one of the coming hour. Part two will follow closely after this devotional. I want to remind everyone that there is a weekly podcast that me and Scott do, which is a whole lot longer in length than devotions. There will be a new one coming out close to the end of this week, and it will be the second part of our current series, The Rape of the Church. I encourage you all to listen to the first part. Let us pray together. Father God in heaven, we come to you right now thanking you for this day and this devotion. We know that we're living in the last days, and we ask that you do, Jesus, help us in these last days to stand. We know that there's coming an hour when the wicked one will have liberty, and you will give him more leniency than ever to do his bidding to bring sin to a conclusion and to bring about the mystery of the gospel and the plan of the church. Help us not to miss out on making heaven our home, on being a part of the return of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Father God, we ask you to help us to use these weapons, prayer and praise and the word of God to stand in the last days, stand against the enemy, stand for something in these last days, even when the rest of the world is on fire, to stand and endure. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember that everything that we offer is linked to our resources in the show notes of this devotional. We hope that each and every person repents, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.